Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we discuss and analyze and gush over Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. How's it going? It is going well, as always. Hmm. Hmm. We are here today, Friday, right, to talk about Minute 39 of the Wrath of Khan. Um, Minute 39 starts with Kirk saying... Just get me to regular one. It ends a minute later with Spock saying, that is wise. I feel like Spock could end every sentence with saying that is wise, because he is all, he is wise. He is indeed. And, uh, He's a smart man. Yeah, and you know this A whole, smart, smart Vulcan, I should say. Smart, yes, he is. Oh, that's interesting. Would you say man? Is man a gender, or is it man a human I, thing? I would say man being the human people. I would say you're a you're a can. You're, you're a can or a vol. Well, you're a vol, man. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so I uh, this minute I I do like this minute a lot. Um, yes. It's a it's a great example and extent. It's it's a great example of showing us Kirk and Spock's relationship. Yes. Um, and it's, it, it's, it, you know, I guess, you know, you, over the course of, <laughs> sorry. Okay, Kirk from last minute talking I, to Carol. But, I know. Uh, but, uh, it's a good example of their relationship and they, yes. they explore it and, you know, they get a chance to explore it in the movies in a way that they didn't necessarily get a chance to, I don't think, in the original series. A lot of the stuff was, yes. you know, implied and, and we definitely, after watching all of the original series episodes, you definitely... You, we all understand the relationship of Spock and Kirk and McCoy, you know, that the right. three of them. But the movies get to, I think, dig, you know, dig in deeper. And uh, I think this is a great setup, um, both this minute and the next minute for for really getting to, you know, at the heart of their relationship. Uh, True. And I think that was the same of McCoy when he came over with the Romulan Ale. I think McCoy was very candid with him and very, you know, honest in saying, you know, you know, get it back, get it back before you become old and, you know, like your collection, like they, they can explore, like you said, these relationships deeper than, you know, they were always friends on the show and they were always, you know, they always cared about each other, but it was, you know, you only had an hour or, you know, less than an hour with commercials to, to get through the, whatever it was here. Yeah. You can definitely explore character development and, um, and I think it's fantastic how, They've done it in this movie. Yeah, these next few minutes, I I really like. Right, I do. They really set up the heart of the movie too. I mean, it's, yes, uh, when you get right down to it. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's interesting that you know, I, just because only because you brought up McCoy and in, in the in the scene in Kirk's apartment is you know I'm going to jump a little bit to the end of this minute. Um, yeah. Where uh, you know Spock says if you know if I may be so bold, uh, you know you should never have accepted promotion. Um, Commanding a starship is your first best destiny. Right. He's, he's 
he's saying the same thing McCoy said, just in his Ex- exactly. And I think everyone, and I say everyone, I mean like within Kirk's inner circle of friends, all seem to know what he didn't, yeah. which is that he should never have left the chair. Right. The he chair. should he he should have stayed there, as you know, and Spock says it best. Commanding a starship is your first best destiny. So can we talk about that a little bit too? Um, does that does he really have to throw the emphasis that it's both your first and your best destiny? Couldn't it just be one of those things, or does it have to be both? I think it's both because I know that was a hard question to throw out. It's a weird. No, it was, and I, but I, I I like the way it's phrased that it's his first best destiny. That it's you know it's the one thing that a probably makes him happy. And, you know, I don't know what other destinies he has out there, but being a admiral stuck at a desk is not a destiny for him. Right. Yeah, he's, he's an explorer at heart, right? And he is a leader right. um, and a captain, right? Those, right. Are, those are those things that define him. And, uh, and right. you know, clearly it, you know. It, so you could, it. you could say from the TV show, you know, I believe his father was a captain, so he followed in that sort of footsteps. And even from the reboot, when you know his father is killed, he still is trying to prove himself. That was always his first, first best destiny was to prove people that he could do it, that he could be a captain, that he could be a great captain. Are you talking about in the reboots, or are you talking about in so both? There's both. the reboots that he's trying to prove that you know. That he's, he's he can be a great captain, but I believe in the series and in the movies, his father was also a captain, but you know obviously lived, mm-hmm. and I think he's still maybe not proving, but he's following in the footsteps of trying to be a great captain. Right. Yep. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's it's a interesting character arc too because I think it still takes a while. It's not all going to resolve in this film, right? There's, right. There's yep. there's more to come with with him. With his, I don't know, evolution or uh, really deciding and getting back to what is it that I want to do, uh, and this is just kind of the start of it. Because I don't think he really felt well. He kind of felt the angst in the motion picture. Um, I mean, he, you know, forced Deckard out to get the Enterprise back, and so it was probably yep. a little, you know, the first kind of glimpses of it. You know, like, hey, I want to be a captain. Um, it's interesting, yeah. So. His best friends have got a bead on it for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. I feel like they they know him well. Right. So, do you think you know going back to the beginning of the minute, um, Spock, uh, Kirk's just you know get me to re- just take me to get me to regular one. Right. Um, and Spock, they they do this little bit of you know the tug of war almost. It's a, yep. Uh, he's like, no, I'm just a teacher here you know if we're gonna go on duty you need to take the ship and kirk's like yep. no no you take the ship and and uh it's it, it reminds me of like being in a restaurant with someone and you're like i'll get the check no 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 i'll get the che- no no you no I, it's back and forth back two good friends back and forth back and forth right in my case it would be dave you proceed from a false assumption i don't have my wallet <laughs> <laughs> nice been there before um but, but yeah, I mean, I just – Kirk is clearly, you know, he's feigning the offer. You know, yeah. he's feigning you, – you take the ship. Right. He's, he's not serious. I mean, he's just 
he's being that friend that's basically saying he doesn't want to lose face and be like, okay, I'll take the ship. Yep. You know, he's, you know, could be anything. Garbled communications, which we know it's garbled communications because Uhura told you it's being jammed at the source. <laughs> right. And, you know, he's just sort of like, yeah, you take, you take the ship, you know, being all very suave and cool about it. But the face and the way he delivers the line, you know, he wants it. Yep. He's just, he's got to go through these motions, right? Just the, yeah, I got to say I don't want it. And, you know, right. Just got to, yeah. But Spock calls him out on it in, in, a, oh. in a beautiful way. Right? Oh, he totally does. I need this T-shirt. You know, I'm a Vulcan. I have no ego to bruise. Yep. What a great line that, you know, in a way, kind of a cat encapsulates, you know, what a Vulcan is. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. It's, it's a great line. And uh, I wonder, I'm sure it wasn't you know, you know, a repeat or, you know, a rehash from something in the, in the original series. But um, it's an awesome line. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, Kirk even, you know, tongue-in-cheek is like, you know, you're about to remind me about logic again. And, you know, I, I've heard it many times, you talking about, you know, if logic would dictate and logic this. And so, you know, you remind me that um, I shouldn't argue with me with you anymore because I'm going to end up being wrong. <laughs> right, right, which is just that – that's the friendship banter going on there. Right. right. And – uh and even Spock's, Spock's response is awesome, too. I would not presume yeah. to remind you that of which you know so well. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, so he clearly is like, yeah, I probably have said it one too many times. Yeah, uh, yeah so this is awesome. That, that, again, just the, the, the back and forth. It's, it's, the, yeah. it's the friendship. And we're going to talk about it more in the next minute, too. So, I mean, we don't have to beat it over the head. Um I would not presume to debate you. <laughs> also, also a fun line. <laughs> um, there's, uh, there's not much. That I was trying to, you know, talking, just talking about this minute going through it. We're still in Spock's yep. quarters, right? Yep. And there's not too much. We haven't seen anything really new other than what we talked about in the last minute. Other than at the very end, um, <laughs> when Kirk says, you know, I would not presume to debate you. And <laughs> Right, yeah, he gives him he that gives him the little look there that's yeah. like after Spock says that is that is wise and sort of gives him the little like, you know, don't push it too far, buddy. Right. You know, we're friends here, but you need to lean in a little too hard. Yeah, I am the admiral here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what? So, but Kirk, Kirk, I don't know what Kirk is standing in front of because it's, uh, it's not the door. Even, it's not the door, and there's a whole lot of like. I mean, there's some clearly some you know. Uh, I'm just gonna say they're you know white plastic elements, not shelves, because they're facing the wrong direction. But in behind the wall, behind all that, looks like it's yeah. all volcanic. Yes, like he has a big tapestry of maybe something on Vulcan. Could uh, definitely. It's uh, it's it's tantalizing because I'm like, oh, what is that? What are those things on the wall? Right. Yeah. What is the wall made of? I mean, obviously, it's I'm sure it's it's decorative, but I can't get a read on on what's going on there. So looking at our gold, you know, or copper penny tapestry. Yeah. We get a better look at that. Tell me that that does not look like the Death Star. <gasps> oh, how dare you cross universes. The round with the dish and the ray yep. focusing out. Does yep. that not remind you of the Death Star? I suppose it could be. Yeah. <laughs> could be, but. Uh, I'm, sh I'm sure it means something. And again, we're going to put on our bad Trekkie hats, but. Yeah. 
it totally like I was just watching, you know, as as I have it looped, I'm watching it and seeing Death Star. <laughs> yeah, geez, I was actually looking. I'm looking at it too again, and um, at first I was just thinking you're talking about there's the blue, there's a blue circle in the center with yep. the, kind of the rays coming out of, and then there's a a larger circle, a larger circle around it. I'm like, oh yeah, yep. okay, that kind of looks like a Death Star. But then if you take even a bigger step back, there's a yeah, it's the big circle a big with circle. the little circle, and then that's sort of like the dish. And oh boy, you're right. It's okay. Totally the yeah, yeah. Wait, there's an X-wing there. <laughs> no, that's just a penny. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, so the one line I yeah we we haven't talked about yet, and you know he's so Spock sort of reprimanding Kirk. You know, he's saying you know if I may be so bold, and talks about you know your your first test. He throws in at the end. Anything else is a waste of material. Hmm. Is he calling him a waste of space? <laughs> no, I think I, I think that's actually supposed to be a compliment, even though I agree it doesn't quite sound sound like it. Right. Um, I think, yeah. I guess I guess what he's saying, right, is a waste of space. I guess what he's saying is, yeah, what you're doing right now is a waste of time. Right. Right. No, no, I, I was being obviously facetious, but I'm just – the way he – so anything else is a waste of material. It's a weird, odd choice. I, You're a, I, we talked yeah. a little bit about offline. This Nimoy's uh, – the way he delivers that line, it, mm. you know, anything else is a waste of material. I, this, so the way he says material bugs me. It doesn't it, – it's a, it's a really dumb thing to focus on, but – Right, we're only talking about the dialogue in this minute. There's only dialogue in this minute, right? So, but it just—I don't know. It it doesn't doesn't feel Vulcan-like, right? Um, I'm I'm having a hard time articulating what it is, but I I don't like the way he says it. Yeah, you know, I just noticed. um, You know, Spock is wearing his uh, I'm going to say meditation robes. Robe. Yep. Uh, I did not notice that underneath he's wearing part of the uniform he's got the turtleneck on he's good. he does he has the turtleneck on yes i th- i think i up until today i think i always thought that the whole ensemble that he's got going on is his meditation outfit but oh he's just wearing the robes on top of yep he took the jacket off put the robes on yep huh. hmm. that'd be an easy one to cosplay white turtleneck black robe some square <laughs> lines <laughs> What do you think is? Uh, what do you think it's? Uh, I guess we'll we'll see it better in the next minute. But what do you think that says? On is that is that is that lettering on the, on his robes? Oh, I'm sure it's some sort of Vulcan mantra, maybe. I'm with stupid. I'm Spock. <laughs> yeah, it's just his name. Just Don't like, debate me. Yeah. Um. All right. That was uh That's all the notes I had for this minute. So, just. You know, the, obviously there's not a lot going on. It's just them sort of, you know, dialogue. But I wanted to talk about the emotion of this scene in the sense that, you know, they're they're playful. They're friends. They're, you know, Kirk is like, you know, yeah, you take the ship. He's got a smile on his face. And, you know, Spock, I have no ego to bruise. And Kirk sort of laughs and walks away. But then Spock says the line, you know, you should have never expected promotion. And you can see the flicker of like he loses all of the joy that was in him and just sort of is a, you know, has no emotion and is very stern looking. And it reminds me back of when McCoy had said something. It was the same sort of, you know, 
realization that hey, I made a mistake. Yeah, he's yeah, he's it's this it's where he's staring off into space. Yeah, being a little wistful. Right. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't think they're being heavy-handed in the film. You know, it, they definitely hit this note at least yep. once or twice already. Um, you know, the conversation with McCoy, the conversation in the hallway after the yep. Kobayashi Maru. Um, like, I mean, it's only to be heavy. They're just. Yeah. I think they're just kind of. They're just emphasizing. Like, they got to have these conversations, right? It's just right. You know. Um, and I think this is probably the. I don't even know, even know if it's the last of it. We're still going to see him. Still, he's struggling, right? Yeah. This whole movie, he's struggling with. Yes. What do I want to do? Uh, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, that kind of. Yeah, uh, that I mean, he recover. He recovers pretty quick. I mean, it's only a flicker hmm. because then he sort of smiles and he's like, "I would presume not to debate you." You know, he's back to the the jovial sort of banter between the two of them. But it's you know, it's it's just an instant. Yep. I and I it. I just wanted to. Make sure we, we talked about that as well. Yep. And you know what? You just reminded me, too. The other thing I did want to talk about in this minute, so I did have one more note, um, was the music. Yes. And uh, so this is from – it's uh, it's from you know, James Horner's score. It's called Spock on the, you know, on the soundtrack. Yep. Uh, so it's essentially Spock's theme, I guess you would say. And um, I, I would say I've never – I don't think I've ever picked, quite picked up on it in this scene. We definitely – they definitely hit it hard at the end of the movie. Um, you know, they, it's reused, um, you know, at the climax. Um, but never noticed it here. And, it, and, and listening to it here, and as part of this conversation, it definitely made me a little. You know, it makes me a little. You <laughs> get a little emotional about it. Get a little choked. Oh yeah, a little. definitely. I mean, we'll um, definitely see that next next minute as well. Yeah, uh, next minute. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to uh, get some tissues before we do the next minute. <laughs> it is. It's a. Uh, it's some. Uh, this movie, for all you know, for all the uh, again, all the listeners, we all know what happens in this movie and um, and how it ends. And um, at the time, that kind of thing wasn't really done, right? These, right. You know, to, to make major changes with characters was wasn't really. That's it's kind of the you know movie of the day now. Every every other movie, you've got major characters that are you know leaving and. Um, but this was kind of one of the at least for me. Maybe maybe it had been done in films up. Up until, you know, before this was made, but for me it was like one of the first, and I was like, oh yep. my gosh! And even we, if we go on and do Search for Spock, I've got other, you know, that that one hits me emotionally as well for other reasons. And um, so this this is just this scene is kind of the the I don't know the precursor to all of that emotion that that comes out of this film, and um, I'm appreciating it more and more as we talk about it. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. All right, nerd. Anything else? Nope. I think that's it for me for this minute. All right. All right, nerds. You can find us online and continue the discussion uh, about this minute on Twitter. Uh, with us, we're at WK Minute on Twitter, Instagram, or the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation on Facebook. Uh, you can also drop us an email at podcast at wrathofconminute.com. Um, we'll be back again on Monday uh, with Minute 40 of Star Trek II here on the Wrath of Con Minute. You take the ship. You take the ship. You take the ship. I don't don't want the ship. You take it. You take the ship.